Neuraxial, section 1, 3 of 16, the epidural and subarachnoid spaces. From skin to spinal cord, the epidural and the subarachnoid spaces are named in relation to their location to the three meningeal layers of the spinal cord. From outside to in, the dura, arachnoid, and pia, remember this is ADAP, D-A-P. So from skin, subcutaneous tissue, supraspinous ligament, interspinous ligament, ligamentum flavum, epidural space, dura matter, subdural space, arachnoid matter, subarachnoid space, pia matter than the spinal cord. Epidural space. This space is shallow anteriorly but deeper posteriorly, particularly in the lumbar region. The boundaries of the epidural space include cranial border, foramen magnum, caudal border, sacrococcygeal ligament, anterior border, the posterior lig longitudinal ligament, lateral border, vertebral pedicles, posterior border, ligamentum flavum, vertebral lamina. The epidural space communicates with the paravertebral space by way of the intervertebral foramina. The epidural space contains nerve roots, fat pads, and blood vessels. Epidural fat acts as a sink for lipophilic drugs, reducing their bioavailability. Bupivacaine is greater than lidocaine and fentanyl, and greater than morphine. The epidural veins, the Batson's plexus, drain venous blood from the spinal cord. These valveless veins pass through the anterior lateral regions of the epidural space. Obesity and pregnancy increase intra-abdominal pressure, causing engorgement of the plexus. This is associated with an increased risk of needle injury or cannulation during neuraxial technique. Plica mediana dorsalis while its existence remains controversial, many speculate that a band of connective tissue courses between the ligamentum flavum and the dura mater. If it does exist, it could conceivably create a barrier that would impact spread of medications within the epidural space. Replica mediana dorsalis has long been considered the culprit for difficult epidural catheter insertion as well as unilateral epidural blocks. An epidural hematoma is blood that accumulates between the dura and the bone. Since the bone is hard, accumulation of blood in the epidural space creates or compresses the dura. This can compress the spinal cord, causing spinal cord ischemia and permanent neurological dysfunction. Surgical decompression within eight hours provides the best chances of recovery. Dura matter, the first meningeal layer. After the needle advances through the epidural space, it comes into contact with the dura mater, a tough fibrous protective shield that protects the spinal cord. The dura begins at the foramen magnum and ends at the dural sac. Subdural space, the potential space between the dura mater and the arachnoid mater is called the subdural space. Inadvertent injection of local anesthetic in this location will cause a high spinal if using epidural dosing or a failed spinal if using a spinal dosing. Arachnoid matter, second meningeal layer, a thin layer of connective tissue that neighbors the dura matter. Subarachnoid space, as its name suggests, the subarachnoid space is just past the arachnoid matter. It contains the CSF nerve roots, rootlets, and the spinal cord. This is the target when performing a spinal anesthetic. If the needle continues anteriorly, it could pass through the PM matter, spinal cord, and the posterior longitudinal ligament before hitting the bone. The terminal end of the subarachnoid space is called the dural sac. 
This coincides with the S2 in the adult and S3 in the infant. Pia matter, the third meningeal layer. This the pia is the external covering of the spinal cord. It should never be punctured during spinal anesthesia. The filum terminale is a continuation of the pia matter caudal to the conus medullaris. It anchors the spinal cord to the coccyx. The internal portion extends from the conus medullaris to the dural sac, and the external portion extends from the dural sac to the sacrum. Into the sacrum.